0: Hey, Hawkeye fans, welcome back. We are recapping our win over Rutgers this past weekend. We've got an awesome conversation with kicker Drew Stevens, and then we'll be previewing our game versus Illinois, our final home game in Kinnick Stadium this season. Thanks for coming back and tuning in to Talkin' Hawks, presented by Hills Bank.
1: No matter where you are in life, Hills Bank is here to help you succeed. Whether you're buying your first house, saving for your child's future, or preparing for retirement, you can count on the people at Hills Bank for the support you need to reach your goals. It's easy to connect with a banker in person, over the phone, or on hillsbank.com, because we believe banking is better through human connection. Hills Bank is an equal housing lender and FDIC member.
0: Hi, Matt. just going to nod at me?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to leave our (laughs) podcast listeners like, oh, is he here? Is he not? Okay. I'm always here.
0: All right. How's your day today? It's good. How good. was your day? It was good. Well, you're supposed to ask me how mine was.
1: Oh, sorry. How was your day, Laura?
0: Thank you. It was so good. I actually got to witness history today. Okay. In a couple of different ways. So, first ever women's wrestling event in Carver Hawkeye Arena.
1: Okay. Very first cool.
0: ever women's wrestling team uh, at a Power Five school, obviously, Iowa. And also, we broke the world record for attendance at a women's wrestling event. Isn't that crazy?
1: What was the previous... I have no idea. Okay.
0: But it was... We had over 8,000 people. Okay. I thought that was pretty good for obviously a team that is brand new. Right. And then also the day after a home game. That's always a little tough. Sure. Home football game. Um, But I thought it was a really great great attendance. And the crowd was fired up. Like they were into it. So that was really cool to see. Also, my first time really watching um, freestyle wrestling. Because usually... Well, not usually, always in college wrestling, they do um, folk style and also high school wrestling in Iowa. They do folk style. And um, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was very, it's more electric. There's a so lot of wrestling,
1: is, sorry to cut you off, but like wrestling is wrestling. It's just how you can score points is a little bit different between the styles.
0: Yeah. My understanding is it's how you score points and then also the types of moves that you're allowed to do.
1: Allowed to do. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's my understanding. I admittedly, I don't know a whole lot about freestyle, but it was awesome. And I already picked my favorite wrestler on the team, Felicity Taylor. I'm obsessed. Okay. She's so cute. She's like adorable, but like, I'm going to say it badass. Okay. Like, of course she's like a wrestler right. at Iowa, but she's like petite and jacked. She's got blonde hair. She does these little braids that go back like this to like keep her hair out of her face. And then she puts a scrunchie up like and does her hair up here in like a little bun So cute. And then she has these white wrestling shoes that have like pink on them, like baby pink. Love it. And then her nails were painted to match the shoes. These are the things that I pay attention to. (laughs) This is the kind of stuff I like. A hundred percent. Look good. Wrestle good.
1: Look good, wrestle good.
0: Anyway, it was super fun. I had a really good time and they will be back. I think it's in January, but they will be at Extreme Arena instead of Carver. Okay. You guys got to come out. Um, also have to say this: yesterday at the game and today at the wrestling meet, I had so many people walk up to me and talk to me about the podcast. <laughs> people are listening; they people, love it.
1: People are talking hawks. They're
0: talking. You know, it's funny. So I was over in the <laughs> north end zone. I already told you this story because it was hilarious. And there was a group that I was doing like a, a sponsored thing with, and they were kind of in the background of the shot. And this guy was like, "Hey!" Like, definitely had had a couple of drinks, which is great. And he's like, "Hey." talking with the birds,
1: <laughs> the birds. I like, and
0: I kind of like looked at him like, yeah, like I, I was assuming he was talking about the podcast. He's like, I love talking Hawks and just like freaking out. So excited. Um, I think his name was Tony. I'm pretty sure. And then Tony, I, and then <laughs> Tony, friend of the pod. <laughs> no, he, he, um, he gave me his last name and it was really long. he's like, you're not going to remember that. I was like, no, but I'll remember Tony. Got it in my head. And then a, a couple other people I talked to were super pumped about it. Um, ran into somebody. I couldn't exactly hear her because it was super loud. But she was like, hey, I love the podcast. Has some sort of relation sh- to Nico. And um, she had a sweatshirt on where she had like daisies um, that were on the sweatshirt arm that were in like the the shape or whatever of his tattoos. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, she loves the podcast. And Good deal. That was great. And then at the wrestling meet today, had a couple of people walk up and talk to me about it too. National Anthem singer was like, hey, love the pod. Anyway, so shout out to all of those people. Thank you
1: guys for listening. Appreciate yes. it. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or watching. Yeah. It was, it was super fun. But anyway, let's talk about the game.
1: Hold on. Can I say one thing just because mm. anytime I hear Tony... Because of The Office, I think Pepperoni Tony.
0: (laughs) What does he say about
1: it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because Tony was, Tony in the show, he's like, he's so fat. He probably eats a lot of pizza, Pepperoni Tony.
0: That's right. It's his name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But either way. So I can't say Tony without thinking Pepperoni Tony. Okay. Thank you for (laughs) that. I just wanted to get that out. No, that was. Things that helped the podcast move forward. Super
0: necessary. Thank you so much, Matt. Analytics. Um, But the game yesterday. Vibes were high. So good. I texted you before the game. Did I not? And I said, I have a good feeling about this game
1: mm-hmm.
0: before it even started, mm-hmm. which I do have a knack.
1: For being right or wrong? <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> I was going to be like, thank you. And then <laughs> I thought about what you just said.
1: Super. No, you have a knack for being right. Thank you so much. Most of the time.
0: Uh,
1: a lot of the time. Well, yeah, most of the time.
0: Yeah. But actually, though, the um, the atmosphere was fantastic, especially when it got into nighttime. We all know when the lights come on in Kinnick, it's just the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was great. Fans were just in the best mood, which I love to see. Everyone was just there really to have a good time, which is what sports are about, you know? Agreed. And an even better time when we won. Let's talk about the game. Yeah. That's what we're here for.
1: Yeah. I think uh, the main thing people are going to talk about is that we slung the ball. Big deke
0: energy. That's what I saw. It's a shirt.
1: It is a shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, uh, I don't want to say they took the reins off cause it's not like he, we were really pushing the ball down the field. We had a couple deep balls, uh, but 30 passing 30 or 31, mm, 31, 31, 31 pass attempts. I mean, that's, that's a lot, but we were doing some different things. We went empty a lot. And uh, I actually think Jake, Butt, who was the analyst analyst, uh, he played 10 end at Michigan, uh, and then played in the league for a little bit. Um,
0: I've always thought what is that last name that is? Imagine marrying somebody. Oh, yeah. And my new name's Butt. <laughs> Great
1: player. So he did a good job doing the <laughs> analytics. Yeah. Uh, or like talking through a few different things. And he kept bringing up the fact that we were going empty, which we were. Um, and it kind of helps Deacon make quicker decisions. And one thing that they say about quarterbacks uh, is quiet feet, quiet mind, busy feet, busy mind. Hmm. And so like the fact that Deacon kind of stands there and doesn't move. Like if you saw Tom Brady... Not saying Deacon Hill is Tom Brady, but if you watch Tom Brady, he'd set up in the pocket and just stand there. It's because like his mind is just going through everything. He's not too worried. It's not like he's flustered and thinking all these different things. That kind of affects the way he goes. Whereas if you look at some uh, younger quarterbacks, a lot of times their feet are moving. They call it happy feet, popping around, and then they finally figure out where they're going. So he looked a little more comfortable in the pocket. He was getting the ball out quicker. Um, and when we went empty like that, it, I think it just made the decisions easier for him. Mainly because um, the defense would have to determine where they're going to be. He can read one guy: if he goes left, he throws right; if he goes right, he goes left. That kind of thing, um, and I think that really helped him just throw the ball, you know, get him in rhythm, and then go. Two big plays. Um, we had the uh, the tight ends make another big play. I think it was Zach Ortworth. I might be saying that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's his name. Uh, where we did a play action on an early down. And he goes right at the seam for 54 yards. How about that for your first catch? (laughs) Uh, 54 yards right at the seam, big time play. Uh, Everybody kind of over pursued. They expected it kind of be like an out route, like a flood concept. And what I mean by flood is that everybody's basically going the same way. They had an under from the backside. Um, So everything was moving from right to left except for him, who went straight. So the safety's thinking that the safety came down on the crosser, thinking that this guy's going to go out to the corner. The cornerback would cover him, but nobody did. So, boom, right down the center. Great throw by Deacon. Like, that's what you want to see. Um, Another thing that we did a lot of that I thought was great was quick passes. Like, snap, get the ball out. Snap, get the ball out. Like, that's how you get a quarterback in rhythm, and that's how you just let your playmakers go. You know, like, you can throw a screen pass and get four yards. That's a good play. If it's first down, you get four yards. Second and six is a lot easier than second and ten. You know, I mean, like just little things like that that help you win the down, so to speak. Um, But I think that was all great. I think Caleb Brown did well in Deontay Vine's absence. I think that he provided quite a bit. Um, You know, he wore 81 in that janky uniform last week because he and Cooper were on the field at the same time. Uh, What's funny is that he actually got the end round on the very first third down. He didn't end around. He got the first down. Uh, in the crowd yelled "Coop," mm-hmm. and it was Caleb, <laughs> but, uh, either way. So like getting him involved, I thought was good. Um, I, I just think that he added a little element of like burst mm-hmm. that we haven't really seen too much on the outside. Tried to get him a deep ball overthrew him, just a hair. I mean, that happens. Um, but at least he missed far and outside. He didn't miss short and inside like he did against Northwestern. Um, the one interception I want to talk about <clears throat> was at half. We're driving the ball. We're doing a great job in two minute getting down there, giving a, us an opportunity to score. And it looked like we ran like a slot fade com- um, a combination. So basically we have a quick hitch on the outside and then a slot fade, which it was Nico Raggaini, uh running a fade. So he's kind of coming up, uh, coming up the field a little bit and then going to the back pylon. And Deacon's read is the corner. If the corner backs up to cover the slot fade, then he cover, Then he throws the hitch. If the corner jumps the hitch, then he throws it over his over his head to the slot fade. So that's kind of his read. Assuming that that's exactly what it was, that's what it looked like to me on tape. If that's the case, the problem is we're in the red zone, so the corner doesn't have to back up. Like he can still turn and make up that 10 yards of difference because the ball has to come down in bounds, right? So he doesn't have to back up. Well, he sees him off on the on the snap and turns and throws the hitch, Well, because the corner had no reason to back up, he was able to jump the hitch. They get the interception. You know, we don't get points that drive. So like outside of that one particular read and throw, I thought that Deacon played a pretty clean game, which is good.
0: Yeah, he was, let's see, 20 of 31, 223 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Let's talk about third down percentage. This is one that you really like to talk about because this is something I feel like you've said Davis always liked to not harp on, but.
1: Yeah, it was one of the things you wanted to be at uh, around 48%.
0: We were nine of eighteen.
1: What percentage is that, Laura?
0: Fifty. See how I do that?
1: Yeah. And we were ranked. I think coming into the game, we were like twenty-eight percent on third down, something like that. Mm -hmm. So vast improvement there. You said Deacon threw for two twenty-four. We were averaging two twenty-five total yards per game. Beat that number. So I mean, like this was a this was a good game. Twenty-two points, barn burner in Iowa City. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, did I see being able to get
1: after it? Being able to get after it a little bit, 22 points.
0: Oh, yeah. Did I see that Um, they had like the number 10 defense,
2: Red They
1: had did? a pretty good defense, yeah. They, I mean, Ohio, they ran, and they also ran the ball really well against Ohio State. Mm. You know, so I mean, it, it's a testament to what Iowa was able to do, but they played Iowa football, played tough defense. Special teams are good uh, when they were called upon outside of the one missed field goal. And, um, they controlled the game. I mean, almost, almost 40 to 20 minutes in terms of time of possession. Like that's how you play Iowa football run game. We got kind of a three headed monster back there. Um, you want to talk about any of those guys? What you saw?
0: You know, Matt, I was very busy during the game, oh, yeah. but LeSean looked really good. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I'm going to let you take that because you're the analyst, Matt. I'm not going to try to do something that I don't normally do because you just put me on the spot and now I'm annoyed. <laughs>
1: Love you. So <laughs> jazz Patterson, Caleb Johnson, uh, Lee Williams, all those guys, uh, all at over 50 yards apiece. Mm-hmm. So that's at least 150 yards, uh, rushing between those three guys and being able to have that kind of continuity as well as everybody got at least 10 carries. That's pretty big too. I think it was 37 carries between the three at 150 yards. Like that's, that's pretty good production. Um, and we also use the perimeter run game quite a bit. We hit Nico on a jet sweep. We had Weijin on a jet sweep. We had Caleb Brown on a jet sweep. And what I mean by that is they're running across the formation, uh, getting a quick handoff, which there's a lot of timing. And then taking a handoff at full speed uh, takes a lot of practice. I'm not very good at that, admittedly. So it's nice that like they have that timing up to where you can get it and go.
0: I think you're good at it.
1: Thanks. <laughs> You're just saying that because we're on the podcast. But like that kind of stuff I thought was interesting. You know, we call it in kind of interesting situations. Third and two, you would expect us to go at them because that's Iowa football. And instead we went on the perimeter and it worked. Um, Being able to use that kind of stuff. uh, We just really haven't seen a jet sweep series a lot in terms of consistently like this three times in a game. Um, But it was good to see that as well. Uh, Defensively, thought we played really well. Jay Higgins, less than double digit tackles. What did you do? Take the night off?
0: (laughs) He had eight. You He still
1: led the team, but like, (laughs) I'm expecting like 18 tackles. No, it was great because they just weren't on the field that often. Mm -hmm. You know, defense took care of their job. Uh, A lot of incomplete passes. Um, Their third down percentage was two of 11. So, I mean, less than 20%. So, I mean, like that kind of stuff is really good. And you expect that from the defense. But a shutout? always very cool you don't get that very often and i think the last shutout was 2019 uh, in a big 10 game for iowa we shut out n- northwestern mm-hmm. so like defense just continues to build and if that offense can get going with the defense already there special teams there it's gonna be a good thing
0: i think i saw that rutgers has never scored a point in kinnick i think i saw that somewhere
1: in a tweet well they weren't was have they played at iowa city before
0: i don't know matt I just said I saw it.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to confirm nor deny that.
0: <laughs> you looked at me with like DMs yeah. and I do headlights. I, I just saw it on Twitter. and everybody, John? <laughs> everyone's always right on Twitter.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Quinn Schulte with the pick.
1: Yeah, that was nice. Cedar uh, Rapids
0: native. Shout out to Xavier.
1: Yeah, you got a couple of Xavier guys. Ethan Hercut Z- as different. well uh, on the defensive front. He made the game, uh, game-sealing game tackle against Iowa State. Mm-hmm. A couple of Xavier guys coming up, so um it's nice when you got local talent guys that again build up through the program and then find a way on the field and make plays uh Quinn's been been around for a while in terms of understanding the defense knowing what to do so to have him step in and I mean really he was gifted the ball it got overthrown we had the right coverage he kind of rolled down when he thought he was going to roll back uh fooled the QB and took advantage okay what's funny is that I think it was Jamari Harris was next to him and I don't know if uh I'm assuming Hawkeye fans are all going to know when Tyler Sash picked it off and then um, RIP pitched it to Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde goes and scores. Mm -hmm. I think Jamari Harris thought Quinn Schulte was going to do that because Jamari could have gone in front and blocked for him and Mm -hmm. instead he stayed in like a pitch relationship. Like, come on, come on, come on. (laughs) Uh, And then Quinn Schulte just proceeded to get tackled, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, that was fun though. Um, Let's see, special teams, Torrey, I think only punted what, three times?
1: Yeah, he had a, a, uh, I don't want to say a day off, but. I mean, kind of considering that we're used to seeing seven or eight punts, mm-hmm. so like that was really good. And he's still at that forty-seven average or whatever. Semifinalist for the Ray guy, Jay Higgins, semifinalist, Cooper DeGene, semifinalist. Like we've got a lot of guys that are up for awards. I Drew Stevens, really cool. Drew Stevens, semifinalist.
0: Mm-hmm. He was three or
1: four. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, he missed the one, but again, it's a. It's a nice luxury to know that missing one is out of of character. Mm. You know, he missed one last week, but it was off the upright from 53 yards. Like having that kind of range, I do believe that that's a weapon that you can add to your your offense, so to speak.
0: Well, we'll talk about that more as we get to the middle section with our interview with Drew. Um, Let's go to our unsung hero. This one we both agreed on this week. Um, Brought to you by J.B. Roofing. Matt, who do you have?
1: The loyal Hawkeye fans, <laughs> Okay. You guys that Good were in draw. Kinnick Stadium. And the reason, so Rutgers is one of the least penalized teams across the nation, uh, like top five in terms of not being penalized. They had seven penalties on Saturday. Six of them were pre-snap penalties because it was so loud in there. Some of them were on, the one that I'm thinking was on fourth and one, they're, uh, they're going to go for it. And they fall start, so they got to back up and now they have to punt. Like that, those little things that uh, you guys made happen, as well as the defense, of course, but like you guys, the fans making that happen, uh, really helps out with being able to execute on the field. You know, when you go into Kinnick, you got to play 12 because, you know, Texas m says their fans are at the 12th man, but I, I truly believe Kinnick is one of the toughest places to play if you're not the home team. And uh, you guys proved that on Saturday. So, Unsung Hero, the fans. And golf clap?
0: Very good. Love it. Okay, we're going to hop into our conversation with Drew Stevens. We will be right back. Need a new roof, gutter, or siding in eastern Iowa? Call JB Roofing, a local and reliable roofer with over 20 years of experience. They do one roof at a time, unlike others who juggle multiple projects and cut corners. They also serve a 45-mile radius around Kelowna and help you with any insurance claims. Don't wait. Call 319-656-ROOF or visit their website, jbroofingkelona.com for a free estimate. JB Roofing, the small town roofer you can trust. Hey Matt, did you know that Iowa City Tire does more than just tires?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, they've been servicing the corridor for like 40 years.
0: Okay, but did you know that until somebody had to tell you?
1: No. No, I didn't.
0: Well, hey, check out how they're doing things in a very different way at Iowa City Tire and Service, where service actually comes first. Visit ictire.com. Alrighty, we are back, and today joining us as our special guest is Drew Stevens. Drew, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for finally coming.
2: Yeah, I mean, I forgot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate shade. You just totally forgot about us.
2: I, I was in my Sunday routine.
0: You're, oh, what's your Sunday routine?
2: Uh, wake up pretty late. <laughs> because it's one of the only days you get to sleep in. And then I do go eat, run, and then go go back and go to sleep. And go to so sleep. So are you sleep. normally in bed by now? Not in We're sleep. not keeping you up, are we? I just woke up from a nap. That's why I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. That's fair. Coming off of a win, you deserve it. You can yeah. hang out and chill. Okay, let's get into it. You are from South Carolina. Yes. Tell me about life in South Carolina. Do you have siblings?
2: Uh, I do have siblings. I got, uh, I have a brother, younger brother, and then another younger brother, and then a younger sister. Oh, so you're really. the oldest. I am the oldest, yeah. Did I'm the oldest the of like everyone. All my cousins too. Like uh-huh. I'm the oldest. You're the. Yes. The oldest. And you look like the youngest, I'm sure. I probably do.
0: <laughs> you saw, you saw a reel when Matt threw shade did, at you, yeah. didn't you? I saw you like I didn't throw it.
2: shade. <laughs> I'm good at I mean, I can't control that. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you grow a beard? Maybe I don't know. I don't. I
1: haven't tried. You haven't tried, so you clean shave every day. Yeah. Yeah. have. To. So there's hope. There, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. No shave. Well, don't 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 change what you're doing right now. But like after the season, you can try. Yeah.
0: There you go. Um, okay, so tell me about life in South Carolina. Did you play what sports did you play growing up?
2: I played every sport. Did you actually? Which I don't know. I. People are always like, he, you're just a kicker, man. But like, the specialist room is going to hate me for saying like all this. But I'd Tori i would beat Tory in basketball. I would beat Luke in whatever, whatever sport. I, I, I would bet so much money on that. Well, where's, where's Elkin from? Because I'm assuming Wisconsin. you mean Luke Elkin. Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you're pretty, you're a hooper, as they say.
2: I play all the time when I go back home.
0: Every guest we've had,
2: it's I've almost had. like a break coming back up here because when i go home it's like i mean my sleep schedule is literally like 11 to like 5 a.m but like i don't because i don't go out or i don't go down to like the basketball court until like 12 at night and about i mean the basketball court's like right next to a police station yeah i mean it's it's outside yeah it's outside Mm -hmm. but like that's the spot there's just so many places to like hoop at have you ever heard of the peach jam I feel like I've heard it, but I don't know what it it's is. It's like it's like the biggest high school recruiting basketball tournament, like there is. Mm. Well, that's like my hometown. Like they hosted wow. there. Okay. Yeah. You ever compete in the Peachant? No, yeah. no. Well, you said I'm a hooper. I'll beat anybody. I would get destroyed <laughs> by those guys. They're all, they're all like <laughs> they're like top like. Uh, it's like top of the top. Yeah. Okay. Like Shaq was there one year. LeBron. Was there? He he actually practiced in my gym one time. Dang! My high school gym. Did you did you play with him? I was up here. Uh. Yeah, I was back. It was, <laughs> it was back there. Or it was during uh, season. COVID or during just in season. I, I was already up here and then back down there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was up here. He was down there. So <laughs> Understood. I did. Yeah, I just yeah. got you.
0: So you played basketball. What else? Soccer?
2: Uh, basketball, soccer. I mean, I guess you could say football. I did play a different position my freshman year.
0: Did you? What'd you play? Yeah,
2: I played receiver. Nice. Yeah. You're talking in high school or you're talking here? High school. Okay, yeah. Just... Not here, no. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, what was I? Basketball, soccer, uh, golf. Baseball? Baseball. Tennis, football.
0: You played every. Do you go to a big school
2: or a small school? It was like 2,000 students. In your grade? No, like the school. Got it. I mean, that's still...
0: That's still pretty big.
2: That's yeah. 500 a class. Yeah. Well, my my class was like the smallest class. We had, like 450. But it, it like kept <laughs> going up 50 every... My goodness. Like every year. Like the freshman class of like 600 or something. <laughs>
0: Oh, my god!
1: That's that's like Deontay Vines type.
0: Yeah, no kidding. He went to a huge school, too. Crazy. Um, So besides, I guess you played all those sports. What was like your next best? So you're a great kicker. Like
2: don't count football?
0: Yeah, don't count football. Soccer.
2: Soccer. Well, I
0: kind of felt that. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. I can ask (laughs) that question. He said he was good at basketball.
1: Besides the things that you kick, what's, what's a different sport that you're good at? That's of there that you would say is the next one. It kind of sounds like you're in love with basketball, or you just I have mean, this chip on your fun. shoulder
2: <laughs> for basketball. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you like a general consensus, yeah. Like, if you're like, like okay, if, I'm, football, if you're comparing me to like, well, just you. What would you? What's your next favorite? Oh, favorite basketball. <laughs> easy. Um, yeah, probably easy number two. Yeah. Pick up basketball is just so easy to do because mm-hmm. you can have you and one other person, or you and like. 10 other people and still would you pick any of the specialists to play with like if you were to have Tori on your team would you be like I'd rather go alone or would you take Tori I would not take Tori <laughs> <laughs> not with a basketball if anything with the feet I will take Tori but that's um, fair hand eye coordination I'll probably take Luke okay. I'll probably have him on basketball team. okay he's a big dude I haven't looked at his he's like 230 mm-hmm. for sure yeah that's a big basketball player oh, I check the I check the weight sheets <laughs> <laughs> yeah I saw are at 199 Was that
1: Wednesdays? Well, that's based on the Iowa Hawkeye's site,
2: like Hawkeye Sports. okay, yeah. You're not 200, are you? I'm over 200.
0: Are you really? There's no
2: way. Are you a scale? I'll I'll step on it.
0: (laughs) There's
1: no way you outweigh me by like 15 pounds. What do you weigh? I'm actually like 190,
2: so 10 pounds. There's no way. That's crazy. I don't know what to tell you.
0: (laughs) It's all the leg power. Okay,
2: hold on. So what did you come in at? Weight wise, one sixty seven.
1: Dang, yeah. So So I I got in at one sixty two. Wow. When I got to Iowa,
2: but it took me a lot longer to get to where you're at. I was also you. You guys talked about how like I look young and stuff. When I got here, I was also like five eleven.
0: Oh, you've grown since you got here.
2: Two three inches. Yeah.
0: What? That's really late to have like. I know. I
2: don't. I I mean, I don't control it. I don't know.
0: (laughs) You just became a man.
2: Well, becoming. (laughs) (laughs) Be, yeah. be <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a process.
0: Understood. I get it. It's
2: a
1: process. Well, uh, talk. hold on. Sorry. sorry. So you're only a sophomore. You came in at 167 and now you're over 200 pounds. Yeah. How'd you do it that quickly?
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I know I, you don't you
1: know. run like receivers do. And Logan Lee was talking about how hard it is for him to keep on weight because he's moving a lot. I, I mean, know I'm not like, a knock specialist, but I know you're not doing the same during practice. Not practice, nah.
2: I know the conditioning stuff. you, It's close all the same. to what they do in practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, my busy day, which is Wednesday, is mm. like <laughs> it's like a few periods, <laughs> right?
0: Okay, so how but, do you put on the weight?
2: I mean, like yeah, I mean, I would just eat. Like it's it's so much easier here mm. than like back at home because like your schedule, like your focus up here is like mm. that. Like true. I mean. I'd wake up in the morning in high school and eat breakfast, and then you, you, like, would pack a lunch or get, like, a school lunch. Sure. And, like, that's not exactly, like, the best nutritional food. <laughs> PB&J and some chips. Yeah. And then after that, you've practiced. So, like, you go these long periods of time just, like, not eating. Like, I would wake up, eat. I would usually, like, eat my lunch, like, Maybe like throughout classes just because I couldn't wait till the lunch <laughs> period. But so you just starved yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then <clears throat> after that, usually at football. And I mean, I bet I guess back in back in those days, um, I would go football, soccer, back to back. Oh. Because I played club soccer. And they're both fall sports. Club soccer is fall. And okay. then high school soccer's spring. Interesting. Uh, so I'll go back to back. So I I would go from like the school lunch period, all the way till after my soccer practice. Gets done like seven thirty, and then I'd eat.
0: And you're running like crazy when you're there.
2: Yeah, that's like yeah, soccer conditioning. Yeah, you running, running. Yeah, there's, uh, there's no conditioning harder than soccer. Well, I saw this thing. It's a couple of years ago. They were they had a
1: GPS thing on Michael Bradley. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. I've heard of this. He was the before. he was like the center fielder. Or, uh, yeah, who's the center, center mid. Center yeah. mid, sorry. Cool, that's bad. Yeah, center mid uh, for Team USA, and I think he ran like
2: 12 miles in one game or something like that. It was ridiculous. Center mid's run a lot.
1: Because well, you, like you're expecting to be on offense. It, off it really of a depends defense.
2: what position you are. If I if I play a soccer game, or I don't think I could play a soccer game right now. Honestly, well, you're about ninety pounds overweight Can, for yeah, that for that sport that's true i w- I was the biggest on my soccer team before <laughs> before I, oh, I'm sure before I even got here, yeah at five eleven one sixty seven We a kid taller than me, but I weighed the most and were you a striker? uh I don't know it depends what year you're asking about like high school, I played defense, yeah, mm. so like you were you were just making
1: sure nobody scored, so you didn't really have to run. Like, unless you were a wing back where you got to go in on When the I was pack. young,
2: when I was young, I used to be fast. Uh, like, I'd say like 13 years old when I took soccer. Like, wait, like as serious as I take football now. I was like the fastest kid, so I would play winger. Dang, okay. I, I mean. Man, you're just running up the sideline. I don't know. In our soccer system, like the winger has to play like the whole sideline. Okay. Like he, he doesn't just stay up. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, is what, soccer got you into football? Oh, for sure. I would I would not pick to be a kicker. If I mean, <laughs> if we're being honest here, I would not pick that. Like, that's not the most fun position. Okay. I mean. <laughs>
0: the way, that's so funny. <laughs>
2: I mean, I would not. I never paid attention to, like, because I, I remember putting myself in the stands, like, watching uh, back then, like, the games, like. Like we your were, we visits were, you're talking, or I was mean? a South Carolina fan, mm. and so we held. We were like pretty big fans. Okay, and we would go to like we had we were season ticket holders for like a few years straight, and we went to like every game. I mean, it's like an hour from my house, uh. But I I remember I never like even even kicker. when we got in field goal range, I would just like stop watching or I don't know. Oh, we're gonna just kick the field goal. <laughs> I'll just go, and now I'm actually, like, doing it, and now I, I don't know. I think it's a crazy comparison for how much level of care I have now.
0: That's crazy. So take me through how you got from the point of, like, eh, I could care less to, oh, my gosh, I'm doing it on Saturdays in front of 70,000 people and on TV. Well,
2: I, I like, I'm a big atmosphere guy, and mm-hmm. there's no atmosphere. I mean, unless you go to, like, Europe for soccer, but even that's not the same, because I do watch, like, the YouTube videos where, like, people over there react to our stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. But I mean, I there, you can never get that many people like with pure emotion screaming at like the same time. Like Kinnick Stadium that True. loud if you just gather that many people and just told them to yell, I don't think it No, no. I don't think it could get that loud. Agreed. But I don't know. It's just the adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. And you don't get it in other sports just cuz the atmosphere's not as good. So along with that, like as a receiver, like, I'm playing more snaps,
1: but I always wanted to get hit and be like, okay, yeah, I'm in the game. Like, I'm here. How much different is it knowing that, like, okay, I've been chilling for five, seven minutes and now I got to go out there and do my job for six seconds? Like, do you think about that or is it just like, oh, we're getting close? Maybe I should warm up and then I'm going to go out there and do it.
2: I mean, I got like a pretty good routine going, I guess. I mean, there's, uh, when you've done it for like this long, you have like You're a certain, warm. like, feeling, you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've kicked for like a long time. I don't know. I've played athletics, so like I kind of get that feeling like you know when you're ready. Okay. So do you watch the game or do, do you just kind of hang out like – I know specialists uh, kind of have their own area on the bench. The the fair fair catch call, you know. The invalid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Hold infamous, on. yeah. Well – On the fair catch call, whenever Cooper, like, he returned it, of course. And people aren't going to, like, notice it, but I bet I could have made, like, a longer field goal just because of how much adrenaline he got me going whenever he did the punt return. Mm -hmm. Because I was going crazy, and now, (laughs) now I got adrenaline rush going. Sure. And I feel like, I mean, that got me into it. So, like, even though the play didn't, like, count, it still affected the game. How
1: how far do you think you could, I mean, I saw the 53-yarder, the first one against Northwestern that hit off the upright,
2: unfortunately. Yes. But like, I feel like you're good from at least 60. That direction was into the wind, too, which is, yeah. I don't know. Pretty far. So if you were
1: like, okay, dome atmosphere, there's no wind, nothing, I can go out there. I just,
2: yeah, that's I tell people based off like what I do in the indoor. In the indoor, I've hit like 65, I think. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Easy or like it's It's closed. also like hard to tell because you don't have like adrenaline has so much power in it. Like because your body does things like it's like survival mode almost. Like it's at its peak performance when you have adrenaline going. Sure. And well, I tell Coach Woods lines before the game and I don't base it off of my adrenaline. I base it off what I'm doing pregame, of course. Right. So. I mean what i tell him i could probably go a little further back so i mean if i had adrenaline going probably in like the indoor i bet i could hit 70 probably dang that's like wow. a good kick
1: mm-hmm.
2: well i also saw like another stat that was like i think this year you've only allowed 10
1: kickoff returns because the other 30 have been touchbacks yeah like
2: do you get hype on a touchback but <laughs> do you want to go hit somebody or what I mean, maybe once, maybe just get hit. That would be good. <laughs> just to make me feel like more of a football player. You know? I this has been the funniest interview thus far for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just like wildly unexpected. <laughs> Way too chill. There's
2: a so, lot of things people don't notice. Like what I hate is, okay. when, is when we get, like people aren't going to notice it, but whenever we get like a pick six, I mean, I'm like chilling. Like I'm sitting on the bench. And all of a sudden, oh crap, I got to go out there and make it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But your adrenaline wouldn't be hype from that? I would have adrenaline. I'm just not like, I don't know. Like I, I, think, I said, you've been
1: chilling for like five yeah, minutes, and now you got to go.
2: I'm going to kick the ball. Usually I'm like prepared. Like, sure. But I mean, it, hmm. like uh, Wisconsin, that was, that was a tough one. That was a tough extra point. That was probably <laughs> the hardest extra point I've ever had to kick. Because I was. The benches weren't heated that game, mm. uh, and That's then crazy. I don't. Know. The benches weren't heated, and I've been sitting down like the whole because we I we hadn't done anything for like a whole quarter and a half or something, and then all of a sudden, boom, eighty yard touchdown. I'm sitting here cold. I could barely get my helmet on. It's not. <laughs> yeah, so.
0: So when you I actually was reading an article um, that was talking about you and your kicking coach. Yeah. What's his name? Dan Orner. Okay, tell me a little bit about that. Like how do you how do you find a kicking coach? <clears throat> Does he is he here? Is he back at home? What is that like?
2: Uh he's in Charlotte. I mean, he travels a good bit just mm-hmm. cuz all his guys, I guess, like he goes to their games. He's he's somewhere every weekend for different guys trained. But um no, he's based in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's actually probably the reason why I'm here. Or really? even big reason, because that's how I met Keith, was at a training. I North was just going to ask if Duncan was the, the key to get you here. Yeah. I mean, uh, he definitely put in the word, because, I mean, a little secret now. I mean, Tori did not like it. He tells me this all the time, that he didn't like me when I first came <laughs> on my visit. Didn't like you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, why? well, then I got to share the story. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, we didn't know this. I mean, I don't know. He he looks at me. He's like, "Oh, this kid's like twelve, and he hasn't gotten off his phone this whole meeting." And I don't know. <laughs>
1: <He's like, laughs> you talking I about like your
2: this, official? Oh uh, yeah, it was a uh, Penn State. Okay, yeah. And I don't know. Did he, told, he host you or did He, he was my host. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, yeah. I didn't like you. He, he, <laughs> not, well, he didn't say it. He didn't say it then. He told me, he he like told me like this year that like no one, like no one wanted me to come. But Keith Duncan, <laughs> yeah. he, Keith Duncan told Coach Woods. uh, To trust his word? Yeah. And then wow. I got here. Shout it's okay. Now they all let me know.
0: That's too much. Okay. So well, did
2: you get recruited by anybody else? Yeah. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. It's yeah. Okay. Um I think like the final three I got I got scholarship offers after because um, you walked on at Iowa. Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. But I got scholarship offers from uh I think Coastal and Wake Forest. Like, okay. Like I was supposed to come here like six days. And, like report? Then, yeah. Like for summer stuff. Mm-hmm. Or no, it would have been spring stuff because I early enrolled, and it was like six days before I was planning to come here. I got like both of them, like boom, boom, like right then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I was just the better option, mm-hmm. and I don't. My dad would always tell me that, like, I mean, this might sound bad, but like he has the money, and if you can't go back and do it like again in life, so I mean, you're not gonna miss the money. You're gonna miss like the time. Or like the the choice you made for like free school and like a maybe a worse experience. Sure.
0: Yeah, if you have the option, that yeah. doesn't sound bad at all. That really yeah. makes sense to me. Um, so I have a couple of questions on something here. So I saw that you were the Leukemia Lymphoma Society Citizen Student of the Year. What does that mean? What did you do?
2: Uh, it was like a I don't know. So two of my friends from uh. High school, I guess. We went to different high schools, but, like, I had known them from, like, middle school, elementary school. And they uh, they wanted to do, like, this, the Leukemia Lymphoma, Leukemia Lymphoma Society Foundation, which, like, you basically raise money for uh, people with um, blood cancer and thing, just things like that. You raise money for them. I don't know. I just did it. It was a good thing to do.
0: Cool.
2: How'd yeah. you raise the money? Uh we actually like had to like we had like a a teacher person, I guess, or or I don't know. She she had our like group or she overlooked us. Okay. Yeah. I wish I remembered her name. I mean uh yeah, I I don't remember her name, but uh she like basically like would keep us on a track or schedule or like she gave us ways that we could go out and like raise money and like I mean we did stuff. We did like a breakfast Uh, this one guy who donated like a lot. It was his restaurant. We actually like set up a meeting with him in his restaurant, and we went in, sat down, and like talked to him about what we are, what we do. Uh, and then he gave us a pretty big donation. I mean, we had a goal of like twenty five thousand. I think we got it. We got over that. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's really cool. It's also like a competition kind of, which I mean, I'm all about competition. So. (laughs) <laughs> it's on a national like a national scale. And I don't know. I think we won for South Carolina. Really? Yeah. But it's amazing. We got crushed. There was there was some <laughs> team from uh like New York, Rhode Island area that raised like two hundred thousand. Wow. Dang. Yeah.
0: Dang. Well, very cool. Um, so here's this is a more personal question for me. So my dream is that my son is a kicker, okay, because he loves football. Relax. Get hit.
2: <laughs> what? He doesn't get hit.
0: Yes. He won't get hurt that often, as often as other guys. And he can still like have the joy of being on a football team and doing all the cool experiences. So if you're talking to me, what's the what's the like route for my son to be a college D one kicker?
1: He already said he doesn't
2: want to do it.
0: <laughs> He's only two. He doesn't know what he wants.
1: <laughs>
2: no, is, I'm saying is the dream. guy sitting here was like, I would pick this. Oh, <laughs> it's just not it's just not fun. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to be at the top, like the, be able to play like the highest level of a sport. And this was just the best, like, thing to pick for me to be able to do that.
0: Right. So yeah. if you were to give me, like, a, here's a good plan for somebody. I
2: would give them, if you want to be a kicker, just make him play soccer.
0: Play soccer. Because okay. it's
2: like, it's like a baseball player. Like, <laughs> over time, you build up like the natural arm strength and that, like, other people just can't you just can't develop unless you've been over the years and years and years mm-hmm. of like doing it repeatedly so I feel like that builds like a natural leg like, strength that like people don't have like it also like you get more and more used to it you're gonna like fire the right muscles at the right times uh, I don't know. it's like it just is more natural whenever you actually try to like take it seriously
0: okay that makes sense so soccer is the route
2: Yes, soccer is the route. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Do you wear two different shoes? Mm-mm. Do don't some kickers do that?
2: Some kickers wear soccer cleats. Yeah. So the because the plant leg like, they they're uh, they want the spikes longer.
1: Mm.
0: You don't care about that. No. I don't think like you care about a lot of things, Drew. <laughs> yeah, no, not <laughs> that.
2: Oh, is your name just Drew or is it Andrew? It's just Drew. Yeah.
1: That was one thing I thought about when he walked in. I was like, I wonder if his full name is Andrew. No, nah, it's not. Good. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, what are some hobbies? What are some things that you like to do outside of football, even though you don't really like kicking them?
2: Sleep. <laughs> Sleep. I, like, I, like kicking. <laughs> I like
0: kicking. Okay, we're just, we're harping on it now. I'm teasing you. Okay, go ahead. What are, <clears throat> what are some of your hobbies?
2: I don't know. I play video games. Like, what are you playing? Oh, Jeez. Any game? It depends what my friends are playing. What but... system do you have? Start the PlayStation game. 5. PS5. Yeah. 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 Same. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, I had an Xbox
1: and then uh, for Valentine's Day, Laura traded in my Xbox One for a PS4 and then later upgraded from PS4 to PS5. That's the route. PS5 was better. Yes. I yeah. grew up playing Xbox the whole time and then I I made know. the change.
2: I was a soccer player and I got introduced. Have you ever heard of this game called Rocket League? Yes. It's like car soccer. George, George played the crap out of that. <clears throat> Uh, b- buddy of mine that played here. I have too many, too many, too much time on that game. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's my favorite game probably. And of course I played Call of Duty and mm. things like that. I remember
1: one of it was either my freshman or sophomore year. We had a dude that was like, I want to say Halo 3 was relatively new at the time. Probably. Like relatively, like, I mean, probably within five or 10 years by relatively new. And uh, KF was talking about us. They were talking to us about how one of the players was ranked nationally, like in the top 20, like 10,000 or something like that. And so he just stopped coming to practice. So they had to let, like, he got let off the
2: team because he was too busy playing Halo 3. <clears throat> that's crazy. Like, that's wild. <laughs> I Damn. had one of my, there was this kid in my school that, like, wouldn't talk to anybody. Nobody knows him. I mean, I didn't know him until. He he's like a top 100 Fortnite player. What? Top 100? Yeah, top 100. He like makes money, like like 50k I think is what <laughs> he made. Like my senior year cuz I remember that's when I heard about it. He's like 80k on Twitter. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. The whole school nobody knew. <laughs> I thought it was crazy. Uh Laura and I used to run duos in Fortnite.
1: Yeah. I got, I would play on Switch, she'd play on PlayStation. And so, she got one win uh solo. So I've got to record it on my PlayStation so we can, you know, relive the, the glory days.
0: Victory moment for me. It's a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> Any other, like, hobbies, activities you like to do? You just, like...
2: I just do. always play sports. Like, that's yeah. what I do. Like, whenever I go back home, I'm, like, more sore than when I'm here because <laughs> I'm always doing... Do stuff. you just beat up on all your siblings, On Yeah, if my friends aren't around.
0: Do they play sports, your siblings?
2: Uh, yeah, well, my younger brother actually is a kicker too, or my really? first youngest brother. And then, um, my next younger brother, he has Asperger's or he did. Okay. I mean, he kind of like grow out of that eventually, but, um, uh, he doesn't play sports. He, he's like acting. He like does acting stuff. Okay. And my sister plays soccer.
0: Nice.
2: Yeah. And volleyball.
0: Did um, your parents play soccer or anything like that? Or why is, or is that just like really popular where you're from?
2: I mean, well, you can play, you can play year round mm. cause it year-round never, because it never gets like 30. might be like the coldest mm. it gets. Yeah, I don't know. The last Christmas I had uh, at home was, it was like 85 degrees.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we don't do that here.
2: I yeah, know. We went swimming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dang. So that like Wisconsin game was a little bit of a shock to the system.
2: Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> On the Minnesota game last year, that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that like we would, great. if we, if we yeah. had those conditions in South Carolina, we'd cancel the game. Yeah. We would cancel school at like the chance of snow mm. sometimes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we go through a polar vortex. We're like, should we still go to class?
0: Yeah. It seems fine. Um, so your first game that you ever started was the Nevada game, right?
2: On oh, field goals. Yeah. Yeah.
0: On field goals. Okay. Right. So that was like a seven hour game. Yeah. With the lightning delays and everything. It was yeah. at Kinnick. Miserable, right?
2: It sucked. For <laughs> us. I mean, some guys like took naps in the locker room.
0: Seriously, yeah. You went back out and played. That's great. Did I would say it
2: sucked me? more for Nevada.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah, take probably. your pads off and everything? Or like, what did you I do?
2: think I did. Yeah. I mean, playing cards and whatnot. I don't know what people were doing in there.
0: Dude, what I'm having a really hard time with like what you do.
2: <laughs>
0: you're just like, you're way too chill. I, I like
1: don't know. Are you up. good at ping pong? Yes. Yes, okay. Fits the stereotype.
0: What? What do you mean?
1: The specialists are good at ping pong. Ping pong, yeah. Because they don't, while the rest of us are meeting, (laughs) they go play ping pong in the game room. I feel like that's a more northern kind
2: of thing, though.
1: Do you play ping pong when the rest of the guys are meeting if you get let out early? Coach, I don't know if Coach Woods let you guys out early now. No,
2: I mean, the ping pong balls are destroyed. The paddles are destroyed. I don't know. That's sad. Nobody really uses that room. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's mo- just for naps during, like, fall camp. I Interesting. Guess. We used to go in a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What, what's, a, what's a normal meeting like with Coach Woods without getting too in-depth? <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to think of, like, what we would talk about. Well, I mean, like, is it like, okay, hour, your plant leg hour, needs hour, to be yeah. here so you can bring your hip through or, yeah, like. Mean, it's just hard because, like, I know what I do wrong, like, every time I mess up. that's good yeah it's just a matter of like doing it you just gotta do it and it's hard it's hard to like explain that to like Coach Woods because I don't know I mean maybe he doesn't like get it sometimes like I mean I didn't try to like wide plant or (laughs) hit it off my toe I didn't I didn't try to do that I mean and I know what I did wrong it's just gotta do it yeah see the most fun part and I mean that sarcastically is like
1: I'd run a route and I'd get hit on the route and I knew what I did wrong. And then I'd go over to BK and he'd yell at me for it. And then we'd go and film and I get yelled at for it again, even though I already corrected it three times now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't imagine it being much different because again, all eyes are on you when you're out there. Yeah, so Everybody knows what you did wrong. If you messed it up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Why you gotta you, go talk about it later.
0: How does your kicking coach, I mean, assume, I'm assuming that part of your training is mental training. So what does that entail, or is there no mental training? I don't know. Is it just because you are so relaxed?
2: <laughs> well, you kind of got to like you. Uh, I hate talking like this, but like you have to kind of not care. Like you kind of have to not care.
0: Uh huh. Well, yeah, you can't.
2: You can't think of like. So let me phrase it for you differently. That's the same way. You have to take your emotions out of it so you yeah. can go perform your job. Yeah, I'll I make mean, it sound better for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of one of my fears is like getting too comfortable, almost because whenever you're like relaxed, you don't have adrenaline going, and mm-hmm. you start thinking.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's not like you don't get the adrenaline or like the kind of the nervousness. nervousness I'm nervous of like it.
2: every kick.
0: Okay, so it's, you just have a, or, a way of like fleshing that out in a way.
2: You just like you, it's almost like embracing it. Like just you just try to use hmm. it. You know it's there. I mean, you can't do anything about it.
0: Yeah. Just focus on like the, the details of the kick. I'm sorry, I'm done really. to all of
2: this. <laughs> in, in practice, in <laughs> I practice. I keep trying to yes. guess through. <laughs> okay, in, in practice, you focus on the details. But whenever you get in the game, mm-hmm. it, the way I train is I try to do it so much that it becomes like a, like a habit. Like I don't have to think about it when I do it. Second so me. when it's on game day, I can think how I do, which is just not.
0: Wow, that was a really good way of putting it. Yeah. You put that together very eloquently. Well done.
2: Yeah. It's I don't know. You do it like my leg gets locked out like straight. I don't know. I can't tell you how many years I worked on trying to get it to do that. Because mm-hmm. I, I I'm a soccer player. Like I would always kick it with like a bent leg. Like I would never have to have a straight locked out leg. But I mean you get a lot more power by having a mm-hmm. completely locked leg. So mm. And now I don't even think about it. Yeah it just happens
0: sweet okay so then the game winner at wrigley yeah that was fun that was fun and how did you feel after that
2: i mean pretty good i probably not as good as i should have because <laughs> i i miss like i hate missing it's, it's so <laughs> yeah and it's, it was like the same kick wasn't it they we were pretty close yes yeah it was, i mean same distance I mean they said it was a fifty-two, but they, they
1: they went back and they changed it to a fifty-three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Statisticians out there, we got you. I point at the cameras, not our
2: producers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. So after Wrigley, you said you didn't feel great. I just missed. Like when, when you have a when you miss in the game, it it just it ruins. It just ruins it. So then how do you not let that affect the next one? I mean, well, it kind of helps when everybody else is like super happy for you because you made the one that they're all paying attention <laughs> to. But.
0: Okay, but, so when you miss.
1: Hold on. So what I gathered from that, I'm going to phrase this for you again. All right. right, Because I think we need to work on your phrasing because it's oh, poor. Um, it's a little <laughs> blunt. Not sugar-coated. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You don't have to sugarcoat it, but phrasing is a big thing. So I would just say that you're such a competitor that you never want to mess up. So even though you did the right thing, you're thinking about what you could have done better. Yeah. Huh. That's a good, yeah. good way Phrasing. It's the same thing, but I make it sound so much nicer. <laughs> and Rather than, I don't care that I just won the game for everybody.
0: He does. You now you're being too hard on him. I
1: do care. <laughs> Let me pull in a, a phrase from KF. It's like, if you lose a game, so like, we lost to Penn State this year. I'm sure he said don't let Penn State beat us twice as you move into the next game because you're looking back. You can't look at Penn State anymore.
2: The game's over, so you move to the next one. Yeah. Can't let them beat us twice. Yeah. I'm sure I, it's something I don't want to look back and be like, oh wow, you 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 couldn't handle that. You couldn't right. you weren't able to bounce back from I don't want to do that. I think it's different. I think it's a
1: unique perspective because I played a position where if I dropped a ball, like I know I'm gonna get another opportunity the very next play to do something right Mm -hmm. you know whether it's block or whether it's whatever like I know that my next play is gonna like bring me out of whatever that is whereas you have to like sit there and try not to fester while you do while you have to go out there and perform again I think that's why we're so enamored by that part of it does that make sense
2: yeah I mean it's just like you, you can't do anything about it right so why worry you know
0: that's a that's a good life lesson
2: I feel like uh, I feel like Hakuna Matata over here. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. No, that's, that's fine. Good. Yeah, uh, semifinalist for the Lou Groza Award. Yeah, they must have scraped the bottom of the barrel. For that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> 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 no,
0: you're doing great.
2: I'm doing good.
0: Yeah, and then your freshman year, you came in as a walk-on. By the end of the season, you were second-team All Big Ten.
1: That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what? A lot of the best players, most of the best players are the hardest on themselves. And so therefore, whatever anyone else says, like, doesn't affect you because you're harder on yourself than anyone else could be. Does that sound right for you?
2: I'm competing with myself and I know I can do better than what I have been doing.
0: Well, we are excited to watch you for the rest of the season in the next couple of years. Thank you so much for coming.
2: Yes. Thanks for joining us.
0: We will let you get back to your nap.
2: (laughs) We need you to get ready.
0: We have another game coming up next Saturday.
2: I'm ready. In Kinnick. It's Illinois.
0: Illinois. and it's Last time I played
2: him, I missed. What's that? Last time I played him, I missed.
0: You missed last time we played him? Mm -hmm. You won't this time.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm excited.
0: Yeah, get him back. All right, Drew, thank you. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you. This season, Marquis Pizzeria is teaming up with Nico Regani to help the University of Iowa Children's Hospital. Together, they've created a new signature pizza, the Nico Parm. Sounds so good. $2 of every pizza will be donated to the Children's Hospital. Visit Marquis Pizzeria located in the Coralville River Landing this fall and help the kids by eating pizza. The Bugman Pest Control. Rest easy when you have the Bugman's top-rated defense protecting your home and business, providing maintenance and prevention treatments for any problem. Call today for a free quote, 563-554-BUGS. Proudly serving the Hawkeye State since 2008.
1: Locally owned and operated, Performance is a full-service restoration company serving Eastern Iowa. As an IICRC-certified firm, their multi-licensed technicians have decades of experience in water, mold, and fire mitigation. Whether it's your home or business, this is the team you want in a time of need. Performance Restoration, 319-626-2292.
0: The Appliance Barn offers a wide range of high-quality appliances at unbeatable prices.
1: Whether you're in the market for a new refrigerator, dishwasher, or washing machine, they've got you covered.
0: They also have a delivery and setup department to ensure your appliances get delivered and installed quickly.
1: To find out more, visit appliancebarn.com.
0: Okie dokie. Should we get into Illinois? Yeah. You didn't like that opening?
1: I love the opening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got some fun facts about Illinois. They're so and totally and completely random. ILL. No. <laughs> okay. I almost forgot to share this story. (laughs) So I was at a gymnastics meet. Uh, Probably this was like only two
1: years ago. I was going to say, this is relatively recently.
0: Like really recently. And we were um, competing against Illinois. And they had like some really passionate fans. And they were doing the I-L-L. And then what is it?
1: It's supposed to be I-N-I.
0: I. I, And then the other people would be like, I-N-I. And I heard... (laughs) (laughs) I-L-L-I-N-O-I, <laughs> <Like, laughs> the second part of Illinois. Yeah. And I was like, what a weird thing to say. It took me probably until I got home for me to realize like, oh, no, they were doing Illini, not I-N-O-I. But I can't, I can't get it out of my head that that's what they were saying. I'm convinced. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah. For my fast facts. Can't wait. Um, the two of the founders of YouTube... Our Illinois grads, Stephen Chen and Jod Kareem. Okay. And actually, Jod Kareem was the first person to post on YouTube, the very first video ever. What is and it? And it's, it's called Me at the Zoo. And he's standing there. You can tell it's one of those like, well, let's just test it out and see if it works. Like, totally makes sense. And he's standing in front of the elephants and he's like, so this is, this is me. I'm by these elephants. And something that's really cool about elephants is they have really long trunks so i like that and that's the first ever <laughs> video on youtube <laughs> it's really like it's just a funny video it has like 231 million views i think
1: Jeez, okay.
0: yeah crazy so those are illinois grads another illinois grad hugh hefner do you know that i did not mm-hmm. so i think he majored in like psychology and then did some like creative writing stuff he was part of their um i think it's the daily
1: creative ad- writing is that the phrasing he's using
0: Oh, for Playboy magazine—that's creative. It's creative.
1: Uh, I mean, I guess art is subjective.
0: <laughs> my gosh, throwing shots. Either way, so he actually tried to donate a ton of money to the university, and they turned him down. They wouldn't take it because they didn't want a building named after him on campus. Wow, isn't that interesting? I was like, I annoy. Okay, relax, I annoy.: <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, Tide, Wrigley Gum. Pantene, Cottonelle, Kleenex, Cascade, Smirnoff Ice, Budweiser, and Cheerios are all products that were developed by Illinois chemical engineering graduates. Interesting. That's a lot.
1: That's quite a few big names.
0: They do a lot of research there. Speaking of research, have you ever heard of the Morrow Plots? Really? I hadn't either. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Experimental Agriculture... Excuse me. If I could speak, experimental agricultural field. <laughs> That's so hard for me to say. It's like embarrassing myself. <laughs> agricultural field, agriculture field. Oh my! Just
1: what? What do they what do? They do?
0: <laughs> anyway, it was uh, it was founded in 1876, and uh, it was created by Professor Manly Miles, which is another name. Every time we do this <laughs> segment, I'm like, Are we sure that that was the names of these people, or did someone just make this yeah. up? Manly, though, what a cool name, Manly Miles. And they named it after George E. Morrow, who was a professor at the university. And uh, it is the second oldest agriculture field, experimental agriculture field, I can finally say it, in the world, and the oldest in the United States. And uh, I think it's like, I want to say it's like three to four acres. Okay. And they do experiments where um, they do research on like adding nutrients to soil and what that does to the crop. Mm. Um. Also, so we have a field that backs up to our house or our, our house backs up to a field. And each year they, they rotate, what do we have, beans one year. and Soybeans. then Yep. And then corn the next year. Mm-hmm. So they found um, that information at Morrow, what's it called? Morrow Plots. Do um, their research that it's detrimental to plant, the, plant same the same thing year after year.
1: Shout out to Ianoi. <laughs> Stop.
0: <laughs> You'll never get over it. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, and the benefit of fertilizers—that's the other thing that they researched there. And through all of their research, they found ways to quadru- quadruple their yield of corn, corn yield, whatever. Wow! So there Very you
1: cool. have it. <clears throat> Those yeah, are my a lot of agricultural stuff. Yes, and research stuff. And research. Yeah, apparently are smart over there.
0: They definitely are not lacking in coming up with new ideas. Tide, Wrigley gum, Kleenex. Thank you, Ianoi. (laughs) Ianoi. I need there to be. This is, I wish we had like different um, titles to our things. It would just be called Ianoi.
1: Well, what I'm looking forward to is hopefully at the game when like their cheerleaders lift up, like Mm ILL, that like the Hawkeye fans near there go Mm Ianoi just to mess with them. I don't know. They'll get under their skin.
0: I don't know. I don't think that's a good idea. Do you want to... Let's, let's talk about some football. <laughs> let's get into it. What do you know about Illinois? They just put up like, what, 48 points on Indiana last weekend?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Their quarterback threw for... Get this. He threw for more, more yards last week than Cade McNamara had all
2: season.
0: How many games did Cade play in?
2: Four. Four?
0: Four. Wow. 4 Mm-hmm. And this guy had more than that in one
1: he game. He had 507.
0: Five hundred seven yards.
1: Five hundred seven yards. Four touchdowns. One interception. Uh, so it's kind of an interesting story. Last not last week. So last week they played Indiana. The week before they were playing um, Wisconsin. Excuse me, Minnesota. I'm getting my teams mixed up. Uh, they played Minnesota and they were down twenty six to twenty. Yep, and he and their starting quarterback gets hurt. Alt Myers, their starting quarterback, and Paddock, who is a transfer. Comes in. His first play is 4th and 11 with the game on the line <laughs> and uh, converts it. He, they run the ball two more times. He throws another pass and he throws a 45-yard dime for a touchdown. They end up winning the game 27-26. So that was the, the legend of Paddock, so to speak. And they interviewed uh, Coach Belama and uh bill was like he's a great kid transfer kid knew that he wasn't going to be the guy but he was going to be ready i think he's a senior uh he was going to be ready for his opportunity when it showed up and to to have to come in to help will your team just to get try and get bowl eligible i think they're five and five right now um and to come in fourth and 11 and convert like that's that's crazy to me um but so he's he's kind of taking the realm they're taking the helm Altmaier, I doubt he's going to come back based on that performance. I mean, you never want to see a guy lose his job due to injury, but when a guy's playing so well, it's hard to take him out when he's playing like that. Um, and Altmaier uh, prior had 13 touchdowns to 10 interceptions over his seven and a half games. Um, well, let's say eight and a half games. And in Paddock's one drive in one game has six touchdowns and one interception. So it's kind of hard to go away from that guy. Right. Um, but it, I mean, Brett Bielma, you know, former Hawkeye, still got a, a Herky tattoo on the back of his calf because mm-hmm. uh, he played at Iowa and then coached at Wisconsin, coached at Arkansas, uh, found a home really in Illinois, um, kind of taking that program because they were not very good. They had Lovey Smith, Pryor, um, and he did decent there, but I mean not great. You know, they 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 would have some players come through, but really never could get over the hump. Um, and Coach Bielum has done a pretty good job since he's taken over there. So you expect a hard, like Iowa type mentality, Wisconsin type mentality. The difference is they sling it a little bit more, uh, as uh reference with Paddock throwing for 500 yards. Um kind of a, t- they they actually showed this on the uh Big Ten Network, the contrast of games is that there was 1,300 yards, 100 and some, 100 and however many points, or it would have been 93 points, whatever, 48 and 45 together is 93 points. So you have that, and then you had 3 nothing at the time for Iowa <laughs> Rutgers. You know I mean? It's just the, the complete flip-flop of style. So it's going to be what they always say, based on Illinois' offense last game, the uh, unstoppable force versus the immovable object you know (laughs) Iowa's defense i like that and uh almost always it's the immovable object that wins it's it's the defense that is able to be fundamentally sound take care of business and do what they need to do uh illinois like i said paddock's gonna sling it they got a guy isaiah williams been around for a while he's their guy i think he's got around 70 catches and the next guy has around 40 so like he's gonna get the ball
0: yeah he last weekend versus indiana he had nine catches for 240 yards
1: yeah that's a lot (laughs) yeah he He's going to get the ball. Uh, so, I, you know, it's kind of interesting. We see Cooper kind of move around a little bit. Normally, he doesn't trail somebody because they play right or left corner, but he will go into the slot if they're in man situations. So I'll be kind of curious if he kind of follows Isaiah Williams as he goes around. Um, I'm blanking on the other guy's name, but they had another guy go for, I think, five catches for 150 yards, uh, kind of come on with, with Paddock there. And, I mean, when you put up 48 points, you expect a lot of guys to contribute to stuff like that. Um a lot of their stuff is quick passing game which is kind of what Iowa will give you because we're not going to give up the big play. The what what we talked about it before defensive ping pong, right? You want to keep taking the short stuff, we'll give it to you, we'll give it to you, we'll give it to you, and then when you try and go over the top, we're ready for it. Mm. And so I kind of envision Illinois trying to take that same kind of thing. They're not going to pound the rock as often as um maybe Bill and I would like, but they still will try and establish the run. I wouldn't want to run at our defense, but you know, they're going to try that and quick game. And I think that's how they're going to, you know, try and move the immovable object, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Those are always, I think some of the more frustrating games to watch as fans because it's like, boop, boop, boop. Seems like they kind of go down the field. I feel like Purdue does that to us. They try to do that to us, Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard to watch because you're like, oh, they got five again. Oh, they got six yards again. How do they keep doing this? um but like you said then they just wait for that opportunity and typically come up with one
1: so it'd mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. interesting
0: to watch what do you know about their defense
1: uh so it, it's kind of interesting it's a very different style from what lovey smith had and lovey smith was known for the tampa 2 so
0: nope don't ask me i see it in your eyes like ooh, laura what does that mean
1: no what's funny is i looked at you and in my head i was like ask her and then i was like don't ask her don't be <laughs> Don't do that to her. She already knows. She doesn't know. You know she doesn't know. The fans know she doesn't know. So I'm just here for a good day. So cover two uh, usually means you have two high safeties and you have two corners. So the two high safeties each have half the field. So okay. cover two, two guys are covering deep. The corners are playing the flats. Uh, flats are really anywhere from zero to five yards from the line of scrimmage. And then the linebackers kind of filter in to, to cover the rest. When you go Tampa two, it makes the corners widen out a little bit. And the middle linebacker is responsible for anything down the middle. So like if a slot receiver runs at the middle linebacker and then goes vertical, the middle linebacker has to cover the slot receiver. That's a hard ask. You have to have a really athletic middle linebacker in order to do that. That was the Lovey Smith defense. And I only bring that up because of how different it is from what they do now, which is a lot of single high, cover one, man to man. Like they, they normally have long physical DBs. In fact, um, Devin or Devon, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, uh, Witherspoon was a first round draft pick out of Illinois last year, and he's killing it for the Seattle Seahawks right now. Like they they breed these long, strong DBs because they play so much man to man and so much cover one. And usually, what that means is you've got a safety in the back end. So again, they'll probably they'll probably press most of the time, uh, which is usually within that two yard cushion or whatever from the ball. Then you let your single high safety basically quote bait our quarterback into ba- making bad throws. They did that a couple times to Indiana where you know a quarterback should shift to safety with his eyes so if I know and CJ Beathard was really good at this where he would snap the ball and he'd either stare directly at the safety to be like I'm not going to give you any hints to where I'm going with the ball or if he knew he was going to come back left like if pre-snap he looks out and he's like all right I like that matchup and he snapped it he would look right and then come back and throw left almost like but it was so quick. It's like, how did he even locate him and get the ball on time? Like, it's it's a it's a definite art. But the fact that he would snap it and look straight deadpan at the safety, like, I'm not going to tell you where I'm going with the ball. And then all of a sudden, boop, boop, there's the curl. Or there's the in. There's the out. Whatever. So that's Deacon's got to be really disciplined with his eyes because if it's a free safety back there, usually they read the quarterback's eyes and then react. So uh, it's really going to be incumbent upon Deacon Hill either A, getting the ball out quickly, or or being able to hold the safety and then let his guy win one-on-one and when it comes back to this it's similar to the northwestern thing where i was like you can't give up leverage as a receiver and especially in man-to-man uh situations there are times where you can do that but you got to be super physical at the top of your route so i'm kind of getting getting into like technicals here like like actual uh skill but like let's say i want to go out and i get caught on the inside i can't have distance between me and the db because when i go to turn in i'm right he's right there there's no reason for him to move but if i'm stuck on him and it's like glue and i'm right here and i'm embracing the fact that there's going to be collision then at the top of my route i can take my left arm push him by and come underneath and then i have an opportunity for the throw or if I beat him over the top, but I beat him outside. If I give a little head nod to the outside and then dive back in to make him think I'm going out to come back in, then you have a chance. You know, do I think. You have
0: that thing again? No.
1: <laughs> it's got to be quick. Yeah, it's my favorite thing. So to one do. <laughs> of my um, one of my favorite ones uh, where I didn't win where I'm supposed to was Iowa State 2016. Uh, CJ checked to uh, corner out for me. And he checks some other stuff and he rolls out and he ends up hitting me in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. But I won inside. I gave up leverage. Like we used to say you're dead if you go inside because you're not going to win. Well, because he was playing in a trail technique, which means that he's waiting for me to break and then he's going to break. I gave one step to the post, shot my head there. So he thinks I'm looking for the ball and then was able to win over the top. And then CJ threw a beautiful ball. So like you can give up leverage, but you have to do it with the right technique. If you're going to be able to make the play. So I think that's going to be the main thing, especially against physical DBs. Our receivers, there's always a lot of talk, right? We've been down a couple tight ends. We still went 12 and 22 personnel and, and 13 personnel against um, Rutgers. But if we're going to have tight ends, they're usually a little bit more physical. So they might be able to get a, get some of that stuff against Illinois DBs. But again, it's going to come down to Deacon, Deacon Hill's eyes, as well as our receivers willing to be physical.
0: That was really good. Good job. We've had some comments, actually a lot of comments of people saying that you should be a BTN analyst. Would you ever do that?
1: I think our camera quality here is pretty good.
0: <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> would you? Act-
1: also, I like our producer. Shots
0: fired at BTN. Relax. Matt, um, would you ever do that? Just out of curiosity.
1: I think you should always look at what opportunities are available and then assess from there. But I mean, I'm not going to go seeking it out if they if they gave me a call i would listen but i'm really happy with where we're at right now okay and that's what i'm focused on i'm focused on the next 3 games for this season actually at this point he's retiring <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: we do love storyline multimedia though so we'll just throw that out there give him a little plug real quick john
1: matthew, matthew james
0: <laughs> okay i i feel good about that that little preview well done it's going to be 55 and sunny can you believe that Mid November. We've been through a lot of bad Novembers these past eight years.
1: I'm so done with polar vortexes. I know that normally doesn't happen until January or February. Yeah. But just thinking about cold weather makes me think about that. And our furnace went out when remember when we were in Tiffin?
0: Right, yeah, and it got down to like 60 degrees. No, it was like
1: 45 degrees in our house.
0: Relax. It wasn't that cold.
1: No, I'm saying that for the podcast. It was really like in the <laughs> <laughs> it was really like uh, it, it was it was in the 50s though. I do remember yeah, that.
0: It was freaking cold. Um, but yeah, 55 and sunny, 230 game. And I loved the 230 game this past time because it was nice like during the day, the sun was out. Oh, it's nice and not warm, but not cold. Sun helps. And then it got to like that nighttime where the, the sun went down, the wind died down, and it was like perfect. So I'm just praying that it's about the same next Saturday. Also, like gives me a little more wiggle room for my outfits. So I don't just have to put on a giant parka. I'm not gonna <laughs> what?
1: You're not gonna wear a parka.
0: You know what's funny though? Uh, I was at this open house for uh, the salon that I go to this past Friday and I was about to leave and there was a a gentleman leaving. I think he was there with his wife and he goes, Hey, go Hawks. And he like shows me his Hawkeye shirt or whatever. And I was like, yeah, go Hawks. And he goes, yeah, dress warm tomorrow. I was like, I won't, but (laughs) thank you. Um, I did take it into consideration. I was like, I bet he knows that it's going to be a little chilly. So I brought extra layers to put underneath my stuff and I was golden. So, so there Matt. Take that. I wasn't even cold. So we'll see how it is next Saturday. 55 and sunny. I feel good about it. It's on FS1, I believe.
1: Um, also, I feel like I should do this just because what? Uh, Solon got beat. Uh, we got beat in the semifinals. Williamsburg, best of luck in the championship.
0: Mm-hmm. Shout out Ryan Dorman. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I know. That was that was tough. But you guys had a great season. 10-2, not too bad. They
1: have a commit going to Iowa. Joe Weisskopf.
0: Oh great
1: i think uh so he plays safety quarterback for them but he's gonna be a linebacker at iowa as of right now anyway
0: very good you guys got a good group of seniors that's going out too and a couple of guys that are going on to play hmm. some d1 sports it's exciting it's cool very
1: cool. Very, very cool. very <laughs> cool
0: very cool all right well we will see you all back here next monday Thanks for listening. As always, if you'd like to like and subscribe, we would so appreciate that. Leave a comment, leave a review, five-star review on Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be. We do read the comments. Keep it nice. Keep it clean. Keep it positive. And uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Go Hawks.
1: Go Hawks.